Welcome, welcome. This is According to Callus. This is episode 2019, and we are going to pick right back up where we left off on the Republican Party of Texas 2022 platform. We have now shifted over into the section labeled Finance. <laughs> Spending restraint. <laughs> All right, here we go. Government spending and taxation, we in the Republican Party of Texas believe in the principles of constitutionally limited government based on federalist principles. To this end, we encourage our elected officials at all levels of government to work to reverse the current trend of expanding government and the growing tax and debt burdens placed on we the people. Government spending is out of control and at federal, state, and local levels, and action is needed to reduce spending, therefore taxation at all levels. Can I get an amen? Okay, here we go. State fiscal restraint. Amend the Texas Constitution and the state statute with stricter spending limitation based on U.S. Census population growth plus inflation as measured by the Consumer Price Index and apply the new Texas new limit to Texas's total government budget. We call on Texas state legislature to freeze state spending until wasteful programs have been eliminated, a, sizable, a sustainable size of government has been restored, and a substantive... Property tax relief has been provided to Texas citizens. Any budget surplus should be applied to property tax relief. The Economic Stabilization Fund. We oppose the use of Economic Stabilization Fund, a.k.a. the Rainy Day Fund, to expand government. The use of Government Stabilization Fund should be limited to its intended purposes of preventing tax increases during economic downturns and responding to unforeseen disasters. Sounds pretty simple. Government pensions. The Texas legislature shall... Enact new rules to begin the transition to government pensions for public sector employees from a defined budget pension to a defined contribution retirement plan similar to a 403B. So, again, in days past, government employees typically got paid less and had, let's call them, less lucrative jobs for the purpose that they got a little bit better plan or pension or bennies, if you will, in, in the long term. But that's really not the case anymore. And being that they're actually more competitively paid now than they were in the past, some of that pension stuff needs to come out of their pocket and put on them as a responsibility. I mean, I myself have some concerns about how and when I may ever be able to retire, but that has less to do with Anybody else's responsibility and more to have to do with mine and my wife's responsibility. I don't expect the government to bail me out. I don't expect the government to pay for me to live the rest of my life. So I really don't see it here. Gambling. Now, this was interesting. I went to a, a dinner put on by the uh, Texas Resort Destination Resort Alliance. I guess they're a lobbying group that wants us to put in great big gambling meccas. They laid out a convincing plan how that might be beneficial. However, I suspect my Senate district would want no part of it. And in honesty, this platform plank, if anything, got more aggressive. We oppose any expansion of gambling, including legalized casino gambling we oppose and call for a veto of any budget item that relies on an expansion of legalized gambling as a method of finance. But we still have the lottery. Just saying. 
Truth in taxation. We urge taxes established for a particular purpose should not be used on any other purpose. Tax revenue derived from gasoline taxes and other taxes and fees on vehicles, including the vehicle sales tax, should only be used for road construction and maintenance and not diverted to any other use, including mass transit, rail, restrictive lanes, and bicycle paths. Seems like uh, if you're collecting money from somebody to make good roads and you make alternatives to good roads, you're kind of working against the purpose of them funding good roads. But what do I know? Public posting. We support all government entities compiling and publicly posting their current debt, future obligations, financial statements, check registers, and all government contracts on their official websites. Next one. Repeal taxes. We support abolishing the following. It's on another page here. Estate tax, commonly known as the death tax. Inventory taxes, business franchise taxes, taxes on phone and internet service, and the Affordable Care Act home sales tax. That wasn't nearly as expansive as I thought it might be. But hey, that's all right. We'll continue. Uh, Federal taxes, we support a flat tax or the replacement of the income tax with a consumption tax, which reduces the overall tax burden. Not sure how that's true if you keep spending money like there's no tomorrow. But, okay. Let Texans run Texas. The Texas legislature should pass legislation that prohibits the political subdivisions of Texas and state agencies from accepting federal funds that violate Texas law. So, in other words, even though the federal government wants to come in and bribe localities, or even the state for that matter, to do things that are in conflict with the Texas state constitution, they ought not be able to do that. And they have that authority right now to stop that. But we don't. Hmm. Impact fees. We support the use of impact fees by counties, municipalities, school districts to ensure that new growth pays for the impact on governmental service without forcing the current residents to subsidize newcomers moving in. Hmm. So like, I don't know, when you develop land and put in a couple thousand apartment uh, units and yet considered how that's going to affect water usage, road usage, police and fire, uh, you probably ought to do that first. And offset that additional cost instead of shifting the burden to the people that were already there and already paying. Just a thought. School finance and property taxation. Defund be government, not the police. Any large city or county that cuts its police budget by more than 10% should be required to cut its property tax revenue by the same or greater percentage. I'm not sure how that does anything, but okay. Management districts. We oppose the creation of management or special purpose districts with the authority to impose taxes, bond, and debt, and oppose the use of eminent domain by these districts. I assume this is targeting MUDs and stuff like that. I don't know. Perhaps this should be targeted at Jerry. Jerry's the one that's benefited the most from uh, eminent domain. That and the Rangers and the former governor, the former president, that apparently is multimillionaire because they stole those people's land. But then again, that would be a different story. Permanent school fund. We support saving the permanent school fund for future generations as opposed to raining it or using it as a source of additional funding for the state budget. We oppose any effort to remove the State Board of Education Authority over the fund, whose constitutionally intended purpose is to fund S-B-O-E, which would be State Board of Education, approved instructional materials. I've seen some of the materials that apparently this 
authority approves, and quite frankly, that's a little disturbing. Axe the property tax. We support replacing the property tax system for businesses and individuals with an alternative other than income tax and requiring voter approval to increase the overall tax burden. We urge the legislature to immediately develop and implement a transition plan that is a net tax cut. So interesting. I watched a video the other day and they were talking about a Georgist view on taxation. And the Georgist view on taxation is basically all landowners should have to pay a tax based upon the unimproved or raw land property value. That's interesting. That kind of spreads the cost out and anybody that owns land has to pay a tax on what they own. But if you're paying a tax on what you own, you never really own it because you have to pay the tax. So in theory, it sounds workable, but let's put a pin in that. My personal opinion on this matter is you do a head tax. Now, for those of you that have, I don't know, read anything in the Old Testament, you might recognize this. It's not entirely dissimilar. So for each individual that lives in a certain locality, they're required to pay a certain portion. Now, you can break it up for state, federal, and municipal districts. I don't care. But depending on where you live is determined on how much you pay. And if everybody has to pay, because there's no exemptions, mind you, the amount that you have to pay should be proportionally lower. So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, that everybody over the age of 18 has to pay $10,000 or $5,000 or $1,000. It doesn't really matter what the amount is, but it has to be the same across the board. And you can break that down to where you make payments once a month or weekly or however, but it's for that set amount. And every child or dependent, if you will, is the responsibility of that family and they will pay a head tax on each person under the age of 18 that they are responsible for. Now that would be significantly smaller, say 20%. So instead of paying $10,000, you pay $2,000. Instead of paying $5,000, you pay $1,000. Instead of paying $1,000, you pay $200. Whatever the number is, that's what you pay. And it gets broken up to each individual entity along the way and they get their cut. And I don't know if you give this person tax stamp or a check mark somewhere that they paid their tax. But the reality is if everybody pays something, everybody's got skin in the game and they're going to pay a lot more attention to how that spending's going on. Just my thoughts on the matter. Property tax relief. Next one. We support the incremental steps towards the ultimate abolition of property tax. Dedicate surpluses to buy down school district maintenance and operational property tax. Replace the appraisal system with a system that values property at the purchase price. We support requiring appraisal districts to publish the amount of property taxes and appraisals attributable to each rental unit. Close the loophole called unused increment tax, which allows taxing entities to bypass recently added limits to increase your property taxes. Again, let's revisit this while we're here. When you have to pay a property tax, you in fact do not own that property. One more time. When you have to pay a property tax, you in fact do not own that property. One more time. When you have to pay a property tax, you in fact do not own that property. 
What's worse still is the government gets to come in and tell you what they value your property at and therefore you have to pay them a tax on what they determine the value of your property is. So they're taxing you on unrealized gains. They're stealing your money because they told you this is how much it's worth when in fact it's not. Because your property is only worth what you paid for it until such time that you've sold it that somebody else willingly paid more for it. Contrary to what certain realtors may want you to believe, the constantly increasing property value is not to everybody's benefit. But I shall go on. Bonds create bondage. We urge the Texas legislature to amend the Texas election code to require bond issues be approved by two-thirds majority of those voting, or if only 20% of registered voters in the district Cast ballots. Taxpayer standing must be established to allow taxpayers to hold government entities accountable. So what that means is the next time your school board wants to sell another bond, they have to get at least 20% of the eligible voters to show up and vote and then get two-thirds of them to agree to this. Sounds pretty great. Administrative bloat is not transformative. Or transformative, excuse me. We call on Texas School Administration to deliver more education for our dollars instead of nonstop lobbying for more dollars for education. At a minimum, 65% of the revenue should be spent in the classrooms. We oppose the underhanded strategy of making cuts to visible frontline teaching positions instead of administrators and overhead. For those of you that don't know what that means is the teachers in the classroom that actually teach do perform a valuable service and should be rewarded for doing so. However, when we spend all of our time chasing additional dollars, and the return on that time and money spent in getting that additional dollars only gives you a net gain of a couple of points percentage. Uh, that's not really positive. In fact, all you've done is grow and bloat the organization that's supposed to be running and educating our children. And being that they can barely do that as it is, you'll excuse me if I don't take any solace and that we're trying to recapture funds from the federal government that took the money from us in the first place. Be that as it may, we address that. All right, next thing, property tax abatements. We support replacing the tax code chapter 312 county municipal property tax abatements, and we oppose reintroducing school property tax abatements, formerly known as chapter 313. And be honest, I really don't know what that all means. You should look it up. Next one, bailouts and subsidies. We encourage government to divest its ownership in all businesses that should be run from private sector. We oppose all bailouts and of subsidies of domestic and foreign government entity states and all businesses, public and private. So for those of you that are not following along, I think this is applying to the idea that the government owned part of GM or any other entity. The government should not own businesses, should not be in partnership with businesses. There is a funny line from our past that properly describes what this is. When corporations and government work together and indeed become inseparable, they bring about fascism. And not the scary, you know, Jew-killing version, but the, mm, let's call it, less abrasive Italian version. <clears throat> Here we go. Next one, eliminate federal activity. We call upon the federal government to stop the following. Community event reinvestment act funding for corporation and public broadcasting ownership of of or insurance related to federal national mortgage association, a.k.a. Fannie Mae, federal home loan mortgage corporation, a.k.a. Freddie Mac, and the SLM corporation, Sally Mae. Interestingly enough, I would imagine that we wouldn't be paying thirty to $50,000 a year 
for college if they didn't have a government guarantee that they were going to get their money. Likewise, homes probably wouldn't be selling for, I don't know, 50% more than what they were three years ago if it wasn't for government guaranteed loans. But that's just me. I could be wrong. Not likely, but it could be. Special funds. We urge Texas legislature to abolish special events trust fund program, the Texas Enterprise Fund, and the Moving Moving Image Industry Incentive Program. Wow, that was a mouthful. So basically, we don't want to give money to people that hate us. Pro stadiums. Tax dollars should not be used to fund the building of stadiums for professional or semi-professional sports teams, but apparently schools. Transparency and oversight. I guess the last subsection here. Oh, next one. And the Fed. We support abolishing the Federal Reserve. Until as accomplished, we support additional accountability and transparency for the Federal Reserve System, including regular performance audits. Seems to me we've heard this before. Oh, yeah, that would be the great Ron Paul talking about editing, or I'm sorry, editing, auditing the Fed and ending the Fed. Nice to know this is still around. It seems our... All friends, including myself, have not gone away and drifted off into obscurity. We are, in fact, still quite active in looking out for liberty in Texas. You're welcome. Last one in this section. The right to use cash and cash substitutes. We support adding the following protection of the Texas Bill of Rights. The right of the people to own, hold, and use mutually agreed upon medium of exchange, including cash, coin, Bullion, digital currency, or script when trading, contracting for goods or services shall not be infringed. No government shall be, shall prohibit or encumber the ownership of holding any form of amount of money or currency. The amendment should not be construed to restrain the, the state of Texas from choosing the mediums of exchange. It will accept or reject payments too. There you go, you Bitcoin people. We might just have your back. So as we transition out of this section, let me just say the Texas Republican Party platform has no standing in law. It stands there to let people know what we stand for and the things we oppose. It serves as a reminder that these are Republican policies. These are Republican ideas. Some would want to interchange the word conservative. I don't know if that's always accurate. And some would want to insert the word constitutional. I can assure you that is not always accurate. But the fact of the matter is, is none of our candidates or elected officials are bound by this platform. Now we have the 10 principles and I reviewed those in an earlier episode. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. So you can see the things that are actually actionable. Things that we can hold them accountable for violating. The problem is, is we don't. The problem is, is we make very little effort in doing so. And while I have a few minutes to spare on this particular episode, let me just say, for those of you that are mad, disappointed, frustrated about John Cornyn, remember, we voted him back in. Remember, John Cornyn now is the same John Cornyn he was just a few years back. He sold us out back then and he's selling us out now and he's going to sell us out some more. The only thing we can do short of a recall, and that's extremely high, um, extremely high bar to reach. That was where I was looking for something that's extremely difficult to pull off. What we can do is go to our 
county executive committee meetings and demand a censure for John Cornyn. A demand, a vote of no confidence in John Cornyn. We could potentially create a groundswell to where we put the heat on him. But unfortunately for the gun control situation, that ship's already sailed. He sold us out on red flags. Just like Red Flag Dan, Big John did the same. Big Government John is not our friend. Oh, he might be a good Republican. He might tell us a good song and dance on occasion, but he is not our friend. He did not have our back. Now, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. I wanted to believe that he was going to go there and water that down and basically kill the bill. But the fact of the matter is they left the red flag law stuff in there. They added incentives for states to profile their people. They're supporting stuff out of a movie called the Minority Report, if you're not aware, whereupon they will convict you of pre-crimes and strip you of your right to keep and bear arms. Now, potentially this gets shot down in a court, but until such time, we're stuck with it. And our senator led the charge to pull this off, including our good buddy there, Red Flag Dan. So if, if you're disappointed, if you're angry, if you're upset, disenchanted, this is your chance. Show up to your next Republican executive committee and demand action, whether it's a censure or a vote of no confidence. We can cut the legs out from this guy. We can make it near impossible for him to run re-election. We need to make him sweat it out. And boy, if we had the support, we could go for recall. But I'll just tell you, quite frankly, I don't see it happening. The Republicans don't have the stomach to hold their own people accountable. Oh, no, they'll slap down the grassroots all day long. But when you come after one of the establishment, all bets are off, baby. They're going to protect them like nobody's business. But I know when I show up at the next Collin County Executive Committee meeting, there will be a move to either censure or have a vote of no confidence on good old Big John. Big government John needs to be reined in. And this is the only effective means we have to do it. Until then, this is According to Callus. If you have found any of this enlightening, educational, entertaining, worth your 30 minutes. Or if you listen to me on double time, 15 to 20 minutes. Please like, share, comment. Let me know. I sure would appreciate feedback. I had no idea how many people outside of Collin County are listening to this because my podcast app does not count them unless they're downloaded. So I say again, subscribe, like, share, comment, all the above. Super helpful. Let me know. And hey, if you've got a specific topic you'd like me to touch on, if you've got something that of interest to you, once I finish the platform, I'll be happy to tackle that. I did a special report on Saturday regarding uh, HD61, the gift that keeps on giving. I'm not going anywhere. I'm back. A little more scaled back. <laughs> but I'm here, and we are going to carry on like nobody's business. And with that, this is According to Kels. I will see you on the other side.